my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Listening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store all right, guys. Thanksgiving's over, so it's officially Christmas, right? Yep. That's how it works. Have you, have you done all your Christmas shopping? Have you left yeah. the house yet? Yes, yeah, Sandwich. Have you done your Christmas shopping? What are you getting people? People um, in this show. Am I getting people? I don't know. Maybe a new cord. <laughs> That's right. Kev needs a new wow. microphone cord. Wow. That was really funny. Sandwich, what happened to you? What? What happened to you? What happened to you? You changed. You used, you used to be not as funny. Now you're funny. Occasionally. I like it. I like it. Hey, Sandwich, I have a question for you. Since this is my first holiday season, like as an official member of the show, what yeah. kind of a Christmas bonus do the unpaid uh, members of the show typically receive? Well, as, as unpaid manager, uh, the best I can say for you is that many exciting... Unpaid producer. I'm the unpaid manager. I got you're, you're the unpaid associate. I got promoted after my early pickup. No, 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 no. You were an unpaid intern. Yes. You got promoted to unpaid associate. And then I got re-promoted again. I don't recall that promotion. Because you were shocked in awe with me showing up on time and early. Oh, at... you know why? Did we never told that story? That's why. Yeah. We didn't tell that story on the show. So just the just the short version of the story. So when I was flying back to Hawaii, uh, the young sandwich uh, was kind enough to, without any trouble or busting my balls or anything, nothing, no problems, no jokes, no nothing, uh, said that he would pick me up and take me to the airport. It's a very nice gesture because it's like, you know, it's very early in the morning when he's got to pick me up and so on and so forth. Anyone that listens to this program knows that the sandwich occasionally has difficulty with being places on time, especially when it's early in the morning vis-a-vis uh, New York Comic Con 2021. So, therefore, um, I was preparing to call the sandwich to make sure that he was up and about because this is what i do you know just to make sure he's awake and kind of at least moving in the right direction and he lets me know that he's what were you 10 minutes away when i text you so 
I was in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, is that where you were? So he was, yeah. yeah. So he was already there um, before I had to call and wake him up. He was not only awake and alert, but he was present and ready to go. Bravo. Yeah. So what did I promote you to? Unpaid manager? I'm now unpaid manager. Oh, okay. Well, oh, there you go. Then thank As you unpaid for manager, I totally the holiday forgot. bonus is uh, a 100% uh, increase in your pay as an unpaid <laughs> producer. Yes. Nice. If right. I was there, I would give you a firm handshake. A firm handshake and a pat on the back and a happy oh, holiday. Oh, pat on the all. back. I mean, you didn't, you didn't save my life. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's jump into the social medias before we uh, dive into this uh, post Thanksgiving episode. Uh, be sure that you're if, following. If I go mute, it's because uh, the rain is diving in here at Hawaii, and it's going to be really loud. I think in a minute. Oh, wow, so. it was like 80 degrees here in Southern California. How was it there? Oh, oh no, that... it's like 80, 83, 84 degrees. But that's not the issue. It rains here, like you know, for 10 minutes and then it's gone. Ah, so all right. It was 32 in New Jersey, for those wondering. Nice. Yeah, you get uh, snow. And there was snow on the ground Saturday. A light dusting. Oh, my goodness. Snow. Yeah. I, I mean. Just in time. Yep. All right. So, be sure you're following the show on the social medias, right? It is Geek Stuff TNG over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Kev's doing really good on the Facebook at posting lots of great content. I noticed a uh, Rogers the Musical went up this week. Yes, uh, I actually posted the YouTube link to the complete song that appears in the first episode of Hawkeye. And I think Marvel would be absolutely foolish not to put some kind of limited run of some kind of campy, stupid musical, Rogers the Musical on Broadway. I think they should do it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about uh um hawkeye i'm sure coming up but i was very proud that when i listened to that that i picked out adam pascal's voice from rent so i thought that was pretty good that you know my broadway knowledge is there we're going to talk a little bit about musicals in just a adam minute. pascal was was he playing captain america i think he was he was one of the voices I, I only listened to it once but i and i picked his voice out of the mix and went i and have to confirmed. i have to look at it again because i don't think i i didn't delve that deeply into it because i didn't think it would be anyone yeah, so, no, that's why I was I was surprised. I'm like, oh wait, that's like legit Broadway people. So uh, I'm sure, again, with as popular as the MCU is, to say, hey, you, you guys want to do this goofy thing, and I'm sure they're saying, sure, yeah, let me be involved. Um, that, so, so it was really funny. I, I mean, I, I know we're going to get into it, but I just want to say that yeah, it was really funny. You can check that out over at Geek Stuff TNG over on Facebook. I posted the link for the complete song. I think I've downloaded now on my phone. Also, it's gonna be your ringtone. Um, you can also, if you want to be a part of the show, you can give us a call on the GVM line 201 730 2547. Or you can reach out to us by email at geeksoftng at gmail.com. And if you really want to support the show, you can uh, follow us over there on the Patreon for just a dollar a month. You can get access to the show's private Discord server where you can chat with members of the show. If you want to talk to Kev, you have to at mention him, but he will respond if you do. Uh, I did respond to uh, Vicious Smith. Yes. And I saw a new post, I think Autobox posted today, that there's a a, a sale on uh, Steam for Microsoft or something like that. I don't know. I'll check it out at the break. Um, oh. For $3 a month, it's the early bird special where you get the show the day after we record. We usually record on Mondays, so you get the show on Tuesdays. Uh, for $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you typically get an episode of The Sandwich Shop. This week, it was The Salad Shop where Kev 
railed Hasbro for about 45 minutes, which is always entertaining. Here's an update on the Hasbro HasLab Rancor. The number has gone down again. They are now currently at 47.53, wow. so a little over halfway. Yeah, and they have, one week, they have one week left to go. And if it's 47.53, it looks like they've lost at least, I think, 500 or so hackers so far. Wow. So, yeah, so that might not, might not go. Might not and go. all Hope of the stretch doesn't. goals are released at this point. Yeah, we know. There's nothing to sweeten the package at this point, right? Listen uh. to where we stand from this past weekend. Mm. I talk in depth about those, uh, about those tiers. In, and the and also the unlock tiers, yes, in in great detail. And then for uh, also in that bonus round, you get uh, the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. I just posted it will go up on the first. They go up on the first and the fifteenth. Episode sixty eight. This is immediately following San Diego Comic Con in two thousand and seven. Kev again suspiciously ab- absent from the show, walking the earth. Don't um, know. Don't know. Don't know about this one. And then. Uh, for ten dollars a month, you get to watch all the craziness on the Instagram live as we record this show with a couple of strings and some tin cans. Really, it is the little rascals do a podcast. But in fairness, it's like the little rascals have been doing this podcast for like what? I mean, if, if episode sixty something was two thousand seven, and you figure what we had to be five years in at that point, right? Yeah. What around 2002, 2003, somewhere around there. And this is like 2022 almost. So like 18 years, something like that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be 20 years of uh, geek stuff before you know it. Before you know it. So, geek stuff can buy a beer. 666. That's right. Coming up soon. All right. I think we should uh, jump right into the reality and go with. Geek stuff. What's in the news? So let's go back to musicals for just a moment. Before we talk about the Hawkeye musical and Rogers the musical, we lost one of the greats in on Broadway and in musicals this week. That's actually a very sad piece of news. Yeah, Stephen Sondheim, uh, age ninety-one, passed away. Um, a Broadway legend, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, you know, to list some of his accolades right off of the Wikipedia page. For starters, one I didn't know about, he wrote uh, Sooner or Later, I Always Get My Man from the the 90s Dick Tracy movie, sung by Madonna. Did you know that? I did know that, yes. You did? All right. Uh, And then, uh, of course, the big ones, West Side Story, right? Gypsy, Into the Woods. Uh, He's also involved with a new West Side Story as well, so... Uh, I mean, again, very, like, a lot of his shows, I, from what I was reading, they weren't, like, major hits, like Cats that ran for years and years and years, but, I mean, they're all just very culturally popular. culturally relevant. Yes. What else is on that list? I know he's done more than, than those. Uh, well, let's see. Um, we got Gypsy, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, A Little Night Music, Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, uh, Merrily We Roll Along. I'm sure there are more. I thought he did Godspell. Maybe Godspell. I'm wrong about that. That doesn't sound like Maybe a that Sondheim. Sondheim. Let's see. Eh, oh, I thought that. Eh, all right. We shouldn't spend too much time on that. But I, I do want to say no. it, it's it's interesting how certain things happen. 
Um, but uh, we were watching the, sh- the movie Tick, Tick, Boom, right? About Jonathan Larson, creator of Rent. The new one. The new one. And Stephen Sondheim is a character in that movie. He appears, and I mean, he's played by an actor, obviously. But I mean, I just think it's, it's odd that, you know, something comes out. He's relevant. He happens to be in it. And then he passes away immediately after. Uh, much the same as a few months ago, the new Up shorts on Disney uh, on Disney Plus with Ed Asner come out. They debut. And like a day or two later, Ed Asner passes away. It's just, right. you know, interesting how those things kind of happen. Um, but remember when we talked about Tick, Tick, Boom when it was first mentioned a few months back? I think yeah. it was in July. Well, we have a voicemail uh, from a very important person that I would like you to listen to at oh. this point. So we were way off on a lot of things. And so here comes the voicemail. Hang on. Darn it. Let me get it. Let me get it to the right spot. Wait, 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 wait. Can I be the musical correspondent? Because I also vote that I should be the Disney correspondent as well. Because I feel like Scott gets the facts wrong. Um, anyways, Tick, Tick, Boom is a musical that Jonathan Larson wrote, but basically there is a character in the show that is John, and it was basically written after him. So technically Andrew Garfield isn't playing Jonathan Larson, but he is playing the character that was most like Jonathan Larson, or that Jonathan Larson like saw as himself. So, yeah. And the, the musical is supposed to be taking place in um, 1990 when Jonathan Larson was turning uh, 30, and there's a song called 3090, turning 30 in 1990, and it was like the Tick Tick Boom was like the um, impending like a doom that he saw blowing up in his face. Um, yeah. So. I mean, like, when I say that he's playing John, like, the character is named John as well. Like, does that make sense? I don't know. Okay. But I feel like I should be the musical correspondent. And, oh, yeah, this is Crosswise Brittany. Bye. Anyway, I've been sitting on that voicemail since about July when we were all totally wrong about our synopsis Well, it's of just too boom. bad that that person did not identify themselves. So we don't know who to, uh, who, who to, uh, complain about the long gap in the middle of the voicemail so just too bad that person didn't identify themselves oh well next time yeah, the point next even for someone who's in charge of the west coast archive <laughs> i'm just saying when you call the gvm line at 201-730-2547 do make sure you identify yourself so that you know we know who we're listening to there you go yeah, I can always edit out the blanks in the middle of a of a voicemail sometimes, but um, why? It just makes that person look, you know, like they don't know what they're talking about, or you know, they're all over the place. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure they were driving and had a child in the back I of the like, car at that point. I like when we present people as they actually are, whoever that is, and we can't say because we the person didn't identify themselves, so. Could be anyone. Could, Could be, be Sandwich's anyone. sister. Who knows? Could be anybody. No, you're not allowed to talk to Sandwich's sister. So, uh, 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 I wasn't talking to her. I was talking about, and I wasn't even talking about her. I, I was saying that it could have been, for the record. 
All right. Well, let's move on. The uh, other thing that happened this weekend was San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition. So they had that going on the, the few days after Thanksgiving. Seems like an odd placement, but again, they weren't quite yeah. sure if they would even be able to do it with COVID when they and when they rescheduled it. And I haven't seen any anything exciting coming out of that other than, you know, the cosplay was great, the floor was fun, but like the major players weren't there, right? There's no Marvel or DC or Entertainment yeah. Earth or it, some of the major people. It was people New on the York Comic Con West. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it was? Because when you say to me, someone who knows nothing about it, uh, like the special San Diego Comic Con, whatever the hell you called it, I'm thinking it's like, oh, some big extravaganza, not, oh, it's Comic Con. We just don't have everyone to show up. So there's a lot more space. Yeah. Basically. I, I think instead of calling it special edition, it should have been called Comic Con Light. Right? Yeah. Because. Yeah. You know, they, they weren't sure, honestly, that if they were going to be able that to... That doesn't get butts in the seats, though. Right, exactly. I Special heard that... edition implies that, uh-oh, there could be something going on here that we may not want to miss. Right. Light right. means clearly everything there is not going to... You know, everything we come to expect may not be there because this is light. Yeah, and so that's it. It, it didn't have a lot of announcements or anything like that. But again, the people that are have been dying for a convention for the last two years uh, were out. And so the, I, I heard that it was fun and lots of cosplay, but it was light on events and news. Light yeah. on those things. Yes. So so again, nothing major to come out of that. Uh, let's talk about the, the box office, right? It, it, it seemed like the box office got split because Ghostbuster did about $44 million its first week. And last week, Ghostbusters was number two with about another $24 million, and Encanto just mildly beat it out with $27 million. So Disney's Encanto was number one. Uh, House of Gucci got $14 million. The Eternals got another $8 million. And then Resident Evil Raccoon City got another got $5 million. <laughs> oh, that came out? That came out. So I didn't know like half of those movies came out. Who's our Resident Evil expert? Our resident Resident None. Evil expert. We, we don't have one. We don't have a, a and for good in reason. That. That's that's a very it's, it's super niche of <laughs> uh, someone pretending an expert for. I mean, the games are fun sometimes. Um, I think this one was more closer to the source material than the ones with Mila Jovovich were. Mila Jovovich. Yeah, those were kind of just like throw Mila on a TV and have her do things. I think this one is more accurate to the story. I could be wrong, though. I know the other ones were not super story accurate. Oh, they weren't? Beats me. Yeah, I, I, I did hear this one was closer to the source material, but I also heard that it is still, like, in the universe. So, with the Mila Jovovich one, so it's kind of a continuation of the story. I believe that's oh, okay. what I heard. I mean, video game movies are video game movies. We know what to expect from them. You know what not to expect from them, which is a good story. And, you know, we just go, we just keep plugging along and hoping one day it goes, the best uh, video game movie that's come out so far has been Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> you have to beat Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? Yeah. I mean. What about um, the DC one? Which one? Um, Based on a video game? Yeah. What's, what's it called? One where Superman's bad. Oh, injustice! Injustice! Justice. No, but I mean, like major, like main, like major. Oh, we're we're only counting the main and major ones. 
Yeah. Okay. Because the DC animated stuff is always good. So. Right. But that's in like a separate kind of like you can't compare the TV shows. Yeah, that's movies. But like you know, in the mainstream like video game movies, like I said, the best one was Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I would I would defend uh, Sandwich on that. Right. The, the even even if you're saying well, the movie is based on the game, but the game is based on the comics. Right. So, you know, whereas a movie about the Mario Brothers is not based on any Mario Brothers novels that came before the Super Mario Brothers video games. Right. Like like the Witcher is based on books that, that became a game and then became a. And then Mario the, said the Whoa! Mario Brothers. Yeah. The Mario Brothers novelization. And then Luigi Volume said, one. Mario? It's a me, Mario. Volume one, my brother's keeper. Because they're all serious and tonal. They it's all just get a gritty. Book. They all get the Snyder treatment, but in book form. I almost want to just be picture books of you playing the game. You turn the page, and now you're jumping on the Goomba. <laughs> I, there's somebody I follow, I think, on Instagram, and they like have a collection of novelizations. Right. And so like, you know, so and that, that they were major in like the, the late 70s and 80s, like the novelizations of these movies. And it's just interesting to see the cover art and like the way that some of the that you just take a, a simple movie and create an, and, and then back reverse engineer a novel out of it. It's kind of funny. Um, all right. I guess it's not kind of funny. Let's go on to uh, Sony is uh, not done with the, the Marvel Universe and Spider-Man yet. Now, you know why this announcement was made, right? Because tickets for No Way Home went on sale today? No, it was made because in the last week, Tom Holland has on at least two occasions said that maybe it's time for him to step away from the role of Spider-Man. Oh, contract negotiations. First, he talked about maybe, maybe it's time to give that Miles Morales guy a try. And the second thing he said was he was thinking he he looks forward to being able to do anything he wants. Um, even if that doesn't include movies, meaning he's talking about maybe stepping. I mean, let's be honest, the kid can much money as this kid's made. He can do anything he wants, but he, the notion was that maybe he would step away from making movies and I don't know, go become a shoemaker or something like, uh, uh, like what's his name? Is Danny Radcliffe just go do whatever he wants. Make really uh, no, weird no. movies going no, forward. Danny Radcliffe is Danny Radcliffe was still doing entertainment at least. He did Broadway and he did some and he's doing other movies, just wacko insane movies, but he's doing them. No, I meant more like Daniel Day Lewis, you know, where he goes off and becomes like a, a shoemaker and uh, you know, or you know, he goes and works on a farm or some shit. Except a you trade know. for no reason. Yeah, just because he can, because they don't have to worry about money or anything ever again. And so, of course, Sony is making the announcement that they are moving ahead with the next three, at least that's the indication, three more Spider-Man standalone movies produced with Marvel, just like this one coming up has been, and with Tom Holland. So if we are getting Miles Morales, we're not getting Miles Morales for quite some time, unless they're doing it sideways. Well, you they, could do. They also said that there will be a sequel to Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Um, which I, I imagine they're probably already working on and probably have been for a bit. So I, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. 
Um, although I'm not the biggest fan in the world, at least I'll get me some more Spider-Man noir because apparently that's the only way I'm going to get it. Um, and yeah, so yeah, that announcement was was appropriately timed because they want to make sure that everybody knows that they still have Tom Holland. Well, and speaking of the Spider-Man, did, you, did anyone get tickets for No, no Way Home? I saw people waiting on long lines for them. I saw some people in my school were like up getting them. Didn't they go live last night or was it this morning? Yeah, I feel, I I feel like it was yesterday. last night at midnight maybe. Uh, I don't know. I know people in my school were saying they lost sleep due to tickets. So I don't know at what point they lost sleep, but people were intense about the tickets. I, I mean, I can't imagine it'll be this hard to get a ticket to this movie. But the fact that you have to wait for the like Spider-Man day to buy a ticket. Come on. Come on. It wasn't even an endgame day. There's gonna be a Spider-Man day. Well, it, it is a very anticipated movie, so that has that going for it. God knows when I'll see it, because when it comes to this island, I have no idea when that will In time be. Time for uh the next movie, the next Spider-Man movie to come out. Maybe. I'm sure it won't be until well, I don't know. I feel like they just got eternals or they're recently got so it's a at least a couple of weeks and then who knows when it'll come on disney plus if it comes on disney plus yeah i mean that's true it might not be on disney plus right because it's because the other ones aren't no in their own appropriate time but they're just not now speaking of uh, speaking of streaming services i did not know this was a thing um, but apparently, I mean, maybe I missed it somehow, but HBO Max has yanked Dune. Really? One. It's not there yeah. anymore? No. Well, and it's, apparently it's this there was for part a month. Of the, yeah, it was there for a month, apparently. And I don't know how I missed that, but it was there for a month. They've pulled it, and it's due to come to physical media, I think, in the early in the new year, maybe uh, January or February. In late January, early February. And then um, at some point, undetermined point thereafter, it will return to HBO Max. Well, that's been the business model with the HBO movies, has wasn't it? Because didn't they pull Wonder Woman? Didn't they pull Suicide I don't Squad recall them back? pulling Wonder Woman. It's possible. I just don't recall it. I always, I remember, I feel like it was a thing that they'll be there for a month, then they'll be gone for a little bit, then they'll come back. I thought that was the way they were doing it. But maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I don't know. or if I'm right, silly. you can call the GVM line 201-730-2547. I imagine someone listening would love to tell me I'm wrong. So please do. So I, I think it doesn't make a lot of sense to do it because the I think the idea of leaving it in a month, you know, would be the idea would be that it would make more money in the theater because it's off of off of the streaming service which doesn't make sense to me because that movie is i mean is it even on the radar still at this point as far as movie theaters go i don't think so no. and, and and would if they're thinking it's going to make people buy the physical media because it's not available for that month but it, i i mean i think the kind of people that buy the physical media are going to buy it whether they have hbo max or not right yeah i think leaving it on for like a week or 10 days or maybe even up to two weeks 
Um, and then yanking it off makes sense. It's still in the theater. It might still be scoring in the theater, and that might prompt people who didn't get to see it at home to go to the theater to see it. Um, but this kind of, all right, well, it's practically out of theaters at this point, so let's pull it off the streaming service, wait for the physical media to come out, because since no one has it, maybe they'll buy the physical media, which I don't think is true, and then let's put it back on the service, but sometime after that. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I don't know. The whole the whole hybrid model is is just problematic, right? I mean, if it's out on a streaming service where people can watch it without going to the theaters, that's going to pull away from the theater experience. If it's out on a streaming service where people can watch it, they're also going to pull away from the physical media. So, right. I mean, it's a direct competitor. So if you're going to put it on the streaming media, whether it's for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, I don't think it matters. I think you've, right whatever harm you've done, to those You've other done. two competitors is going to happen, whether it's a short period of time or a long period of time, right. I, I think. But, you know, I don't run a network, I guess. You guess. I guess. Not, last time I checked, I didn't run a network. Um, you run this network. <laughs> the Geek Stuff Podcast ne Network. The Geek Stuff Network. Currently consisting of one, two, two and a half programs. <laughs> That's right. We need, um, we need like a jingle, like, some kind of jingle that's like geek stuff <laughs> geek stuff uh what's the word what would be the word for geek it Geek stuff radio no. do, do, do. it's got to be like silver shamrock right geek stuff productions i don't know costanza geek stuff radio <laughs> i don't have to isolate all those and put them out somewhere else um Let's let's stick with streaming services for for a bit. So I know we're still under embargo for Hawkeye, but episodes Are one we? and two, as far it, as it just came out, right? Go, yeah. As far as details go, we're under embargo. We can say I'll tell you that I like I like it so far. Uh, I don't love it, but I do like it an awful lot. But it, in fairness, they've only sort of started laying the groundwork in the first two episodes. So I don't, and that ending on the second episode, you're like, what the hell? Um, but that's really it. Rogers, the musical was uh, as brilliant as I thought it would be. What they've done with Hawkeye's character is also really, really great, as well as Kate Bishop. And I, I constantly forget how uh, hot Haley Steinfeld is. And then I see something, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, right. Um so yeah, so there's that. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's great. I hope it has some more resonance throughout the rest of the MCU, but I think it's hard to say in the first two episodes if that's the case. There were a lot of great in-jokes. There was a lot of really amazing, funny, appreciative, nerd appreciative humor in it. So yeah, definitely you should check it out. We'll get into more of the crispy details next week when our embargo is lifted on episodes one and two. So I really did enjoy the Hawkeye shows. I think it's a good show. I like all the uh, Marvel shows, but it has the problem that I have with a lot of these streaming shows. I am just Marvel, but generally I do not like when we have like, say six, eight, 10, however many episodes. And we dump like a quarter of the season in one day. I understand people like it because it's like, okay, there's more to watch. You can kind of like really get hooked. But it's like there's so much content that you're just like, okay, day one, dump. 
And then it's like, okay, then you get four weeks of the show and then it's over. Like, I, I just don't, I don't like that business model. I do not like just dumping shows in any form. Even I hate when Netflix does it, where it's like, the here's whole, the entire season. Even when they dump the whole thing? Well, they jump, I'm saying they dump two episodes and there's yeah. six episodes this season. Right. So, so, so you so want a traditional model. You want to watch once a week. One a week. Right. Okay. Fair. Because like I said, like it, it's, it's enjoyable because the, the, the normal TV uh, way to do TV is dead. In my humble opinion, no one is going to network television right now. People are going to streaming for television because it's just better. People are dumping cable like it's, like it's hot garbage. But hot the business garbage. model, this is my opinion. The business model still of dumping an episode, dumping five episodes, I don't think is great. People will do it, but no one's going to complain about it. But I wish we could get the, all right, here's the first episode of Hawkeye. Here's the second episode of Hawkeye. Here's the third episode of Hawkeye. It's just more enjoyable that way, in my opinion. Did, did they announce how many episodes it's going to be? Uh, six. Oh, it is six. It's just six? It's just six. Huh, that's weird. Boba Fett, I think they just announced, I think is seven episodes. And for okay. some reason, I thought it was more than that, like 10, but I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I do feel like we got a little spoiled with binge watching, at, but then having it to wait that week, I think there is something enjoyable about the anticipation of having the show. I'm going to watch my episode and then, you know, everybody kind of gets it at the same time. Whereas my programs, yeah, I got to watch my programs. I'm watching my stories. I got to watch my stories. Yeah. So I, I, I can, I can see that. Um, so I was going to ask, you know, cause again, I, I, it's been a long time since I've read Marvel comics and, and, and you know, and honestly, Hawkeye... It's been a long time since they were good. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye didn't... He didn't have a lot of screen time, in, you know, in the MCU, really. I mean, you know, his, his moments were important, and he had a couple of good lines. Um, but I would ask, is anybody a Hawkeye fan? Can you tell me if Jeremy Renner's portrayal of him is in line with the way he's portrayed in the books? I know, like, the Matt Fraction run is the one that this is based on. Is, is that how his character is in, in the books? I'm not really that big of a fan of his character in the books, honestly. I mean, not, you know, like, he just doesn't really sort of turn up. I wasn't an Avengers reader, basically. You know, like, my books in Marvel were all the, at, at the peak, were all the X-Books, Daredevil, and Cap. You know, and where periodically he might turn up in you know, he might turn up in Captain America or something. I don't really have that much knowledge about the character that I can, that I feel I can talk, you know, distinctly about him with, in relation to the comics. I can say, though, that I love the character in the MCU and the way they've carried him across um, from his first appearance in Thor, I guess it was his first appearance in Thor. Yeah. And then the way the character has changed over the course of the MCU, I've really enjoyed. Um, and this feels like the natural extension for that character and being able to pass the torch in the way that he's doing it. Uh, I think it's also, uh, also really, um, you know, really well done. Well, so I, I seem to remember when I was reading, he was the leader of the West coast Avengers. And I think there's some, speculation that are they leading up to west coast avengers at all but wasn't he kind of a 
I feel like he was kind of a Tony Stark kind of a hole back when he was leading West Coast yeah. Avengers. Maybe. Yeah, he was a yeah he was he was a bit that I recall he was a bit of a douchebag. Yeah, but I mean I don't again don't have specific and specifics enough to be able to answer that. Right. I think he in the comics he's been deaf for a while, if not like his entire run. Yeah, he's been. I know that he's. Yeah, there was a hearing uh, issue, um, which they did carry over into. They just Hawkeye, did now. Yeah. yeah, and they they explained it differently. I seem to recall it being at like a specific event that yeah that, that caused it. You know that he had to make a choice, and that choice caused him to lose his hearing. Yep. Yeah, and, you know. So they kind of just made it a little more general. But I do I do like that they're going to be able to um follow some of those storylines uh with, with yeah, that well, we can we'll talk more about that when we can talk more specifics but yeah and echo too the yeah. one who was in uh the show she's also deaf i think right we have not seen echo yet right and then no we did that was the one at the end no we certainly didn't because that would be spoiling the end of the second oh, yeah. episode sorry um so just just on on uh Tim Roth is uh, going to be back on She-Hulk, right, as Abomination, I think, as we speculated. Um, but that seems to have been confirmed that we'll at least see some of the Abomination on She-Hulk. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see him being the bad guy, though. I, I see him playing a role, but I don't see him being, like, the main antagonist. Not saying he can't be an no. antagonist, mm -mm. but, like, he feels to me, the way they had this character, like, hanging out with Wong... Like, it feels more like he's just kind of a guy who, you know, he, he accomplished his goal of becoming really strong. And now it's like, okay, now what do I do? It's, it's, he's going to, I'm telling you, they're building an anti-Avengers team. Yes. Yeah. And they already have Captain America in John Walker. They have Black Widow in Yena Belova. They're going to have the Hulk with Abomination. And, you know, we're just going to and... keep. And we're oh, and they Armor probably Wars is have bring an us, Iron Man yeah. type with uh, what's his name, um, Hammer. Hammer. So you can take um, if Echo, because that's a TV show that's gonna happen. If Echo uh, pans out, they can make her the Hawkeye. Maybe I mean that it's certainly possible. So I mean that you you know you kind of see where that's going, and I'm willing to bet that's what we're gonna see out of Abomination and She Hulk. You know, he might be an issue, but when the issue's over, you're going to see what's her name is just going to show up. Yeah, um, it, well, and it, it, it makes sense. It follows the same path, right? Louis, because Louis, Louis, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, that's it. Val, right? It, it makes sense because, like the Abomination, he was he was a government agent, right? And so, even though yeah. he kind of went berserk in the end of the Hulk movie and caused a lot of damage. He probably he gets military. off the hook for that. Yeah, because he was, I mean, you know, he, he probably gets off to the hook for that. They'll just say, oh, the Hulk did all that. And, you know, and he's just kind of living his life. Like, I wouldn't expect him to be, quote, unquote, well, wanted at he was, this point. He was in jail. That was confirmed. I, I Yeah, I, my guess is we're going to see exactly what, I, I'm hoping at least there'll be some exposition about what happened between the end of the Hulk movie and when we see him in She-Hulk. And not just that he went off and did that weird fighting, that street fighter type fighting that he yeah. and we saw he and Wong in in um, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. So, well, they they said I'm pretty sure they confirmed he was on that raft for a period of time. 
the raft. Mm-hmm. I think they confirmed that, so that they might do like the jailbreak. That'd be cool. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I, 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 even if they just talk about what happened, I think it's important for the character. You know, there's, you know, we we know pretty much where characters go, and if they come back, we know where we're we're shown or we're told at least where they've been. I don't think Marvel would not do that in this case i'm just looking forward to seeing how they handle it it's going to be interesting too because they have smart hulk confirmed for this show and you know hulk beat him but smart hulk smart hulk is nowhere is not as strong so maybe it's like a hulk she hulk team up or could be she just does it herself so it's going to be interesting to see like what the direction of this show is for she hulk for hulk for abomination you know, as a fan well, of the Hulk universe, I'm very excited to see where this goes. There's also the prevailing theory or or, or uh, thought or rumor that they may kill Banner in no, She-Hulk, there's no or way. they may strip him altogether of the Hulk. I could see. Well, they strip him in the comics like every other year. Yeah, they could strip him and then he'll just get it back later. Fruit flavor. So, hmm. yeah, I, I mean. I don't know. It, it, there's also is that is any of it leading to the Red Hulk, right? I mean, so there's a lot of there's a lot of fertile ground on the Hulk stage. Yeah. Also, I like, just don't see them going Red Hulk. I'd love it. I'd love it because I like the character. But if the actor, because he's like seventy three yeah. now, William Hurt's gonna do the voice. He can do the voice, but like they like doing mocap, and like I can't really see him mocapping fighting any of this you know without it looking like robert de niro being 40 years old in irishman it's like oh i'm a young man and an old man fighting and walking yeah it's uh it it's funny because um i think that you know the thunderbolts seems more the direction they're going and could the thunderbolts in mm, i'm just trying to thread together how they would get to red hulk i just think the thunderbolts who i think is sort of the anti-avengers team or at least they'll start out that way i really think the thunderbolts is the direction that they're going and i think abomination could be part of it and all the rest of them that we mentioned earlier i see that way more likely than i see red hulk i mean you could piecing all those stories together make red hulk be the ultimate bad guy in the thunderbolts movie right puts the team together there was a thunderbolts movie yeah then he get then he gets turned into the red hulk and then they've all gotta bring him down yeah and they gotta work as Maybe. a team well, I mean, you know so i got a question copyright no one else can help and if yeah. you can find them maybe you can hire the thunderbolts nice does um does marvel own the rights to hulk or is it still like universal or paramount marvel yeah, Marvel right. owns the rights now, because mm-hmm. so, I know they didn't for a while, and that they was a problem. Now. Okay, I wasn't sure on that. Pretty sure that reverted. I it reverted before the, um, before the uh, what you call it movie, the one that we're talking about with Abomination and uh, yeah, the Ed Norton one. The Ed Norton. Well, because that was Marvel. only because that one's still not on Disney Plus, so I don't know if they didn't have. Well, you know, I think they're slowly trickling them in. Yeah. Okay. What I think. I'm sure it'll show up there eventually. So, 
before we go to break, let's uh, let's talk about Amazon Prime for just a second. I know uh, we're still waiting to hear from uh, up the upper management office with OG for a comment on the Wheel of Time. But OG have- has committed to appearing on this program to discuss Wheel of Time as soon as he's seen some of it. I'm looking forward to that. Um, have you guys been watching the uh, the boys like teasers with that's like Vite News and it's, it's kind of a take on fox news i've seen a couple of them I feel, I feel like they're good i really i really like them just to kind of keep you reminding you oh yeah the voice is coming soon but they're like just very in the universe and it's i don't know i think it's good satire myself when is it coming have they said that no they're just they just keep teasing it with the with these vite news bits damn it and, you know, while we're on Prime, uh, I don't know when this is coming either, but there's going to be a Silk live-action show. So the, the Spider-Man character Silk? Are you on familiar? Amazon? On Amazon, which seems weird, and it's going to have one of the showrunners from the Watchmen show. Haven't heard haven't uh. heard much about it? It's, you know, it's from no. Sony's live-action Spider-Verse. It's going to be on doing a show for Prime about Silk. I mean, they can. You know, I don't know. That's kind of weird that it would be over there, but okay. But they were also, you know, I'm taking all this Sony stuff with a grain of salt because they were developing Black Cat. They were developing uh, some uh, somebody else in Spider-Man too. Or maybe it was a Spider-Woman, I think was mentioned at one point. So yeah, I'm kind of just taking it all with a grain of salt. Just because you pitch a meeting doesn't mean that something's going to happen. Well, I mean, there's, I don't know, there's, people attached to it so we'll we'll see but it, i mean i haven't seen a lot of new news on it so attached though is kind of like hey might you be interested in this if we get the money together and all the timing works out and they're like yeah maybe then they're attached to it all right well i think maybe we should uh, take this show to a break and with that mr scott and mr sandwich we will take this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 661. I got it right. Cool. Got it right. Um, the one we have not yet named to a break, the only break uh, on, on this episode. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh, <clears throat> that's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind, what we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff 
TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hi, this is Rowdy Roddy Piper from They Live. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And you're listening to Geek Stuff. Gotta like that, man. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Pie Day Productions in sunny Southern California, and Big Hefuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff, TNG. During our commercial break, hear it from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position, the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't even tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. 
You can check out more info over at buildxman.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. So Wonderful. What happened to Baby Yoda? What do you mean? You don't use him anymore. You just like you know. He, he, I literally put him back. He's right here. Yeah, but you didn't. You weren't holding him during the during the live read. He's right here. Oh, all right. I just didn't see him. He wasn't on screen. I, I had him low today. Oh, all right. I just you know it's it's not a live read if yeah, I don't see Baby Yoda. Left my side. He, he literally didn't leave my side for like a year now at this point. He he, he has the script written on the back of Baby Yoda's head. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, let's see. Uh, let's 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 jump into the second uh, act here. Uh, did I just saw today an article? They're thinking about doing a Drago version of Creed, version of continuing the Rocky storyline. I don't hate that. What do you mean? Th- they're gonna they're gonna do something. So in the same way that Creed was a spinoff of Rocky, right? right? They're gonna do that with Drago. Maybe they're gonna have Drago training some young Russian kid. Like like his son from the second Creed movie. Oh, was there a, was Drago in the second Creed movie? I haven't seen either of the Creed movies. Yes. Um, yeah. This is a spoiler, deep cut. Um, Creed and Drago's son fight in Creed two. Spoiler. Uh, and Drago's son is the main. You know, he's the main fighter, and the character is actually really interesting to me because Drago and his son are like exiled in like the Ukraine. You know, no one really cares about them. They're like living in like a, like a shitty little apartment. So it's it's very much the same kind of feel of like a Rocky boxer, where it's like I have nothing and I'm trying to fight for like what I what I deserve type deal. So I don't hate the idea of a, a, a movie about Drago's son. I, the I, the movie did a good job of you know, of course you're rooting for Creed's son, but you also kind of root for Drago's son a little bit because like. Like Drago's wife left him immediately after the boxing match was over, and like had the kid and then dipped, and then you know she's in the movie too, and she's like, "I've always loved you until you lose, and then I leave." You know, <laughs> I just that was uh, that was what's her name playing the wife, wasn't it? Yeah, was Stallone's girlfriend at the, the time. They might have been married. Even they were married for a time. Oh, what's her name? And then she name. and she dated uh, Flavo Flav for a little while uh, more recently. What was her name? I can't think of it. Uh, <laughs> Should I put the show on hold? No. She was also in Beverly Hills Cop too, right? Yeah. Uh, shoot. I'm going through the Stephen Banks song <laughs> because that he mentioned her in it. Bridget. Bridget Nielsen. Neil. There you go. Yeah. Good job, guys. I'm sure everybody listening Brigitte. to this at home was yelling, Brigitte Nielsen, everybody she, knows it. Did she... Uh, uh, I saw the movie once. Did She She wasn't in that movie, was she, Sandwich? Brigitte Nielsen? In, yeah. in, in Creed, you mean? That was Drago's wife. Was she in Creed too? Yes. Oh, I, I don't... Honestly, there, I... There was a scene where they're at dinner, and she, like, shows up with her husband. I, I honestly like, don't... Hello, hello, son and ex-husband. And then she, she gets up to Drago's fight. I, I fell asleep during it, so I'm okay. I'm not surprised that I that I don't. She doesn't know have it. a major role in the movie. Oh, okay. Was it Brigitte Nielsen playing it? Yes. Oh, it's funny though because I so I've seen her in two movies, being Rocky Four and Creed Two. Uh, so time I don't is a have bitch. Any, what? Time is a bitch. Is that time what is you're a bitch? Say? Uh, she she definitely does not look the same. I'm not saying she looks bad. What she about Bever- you? Like- never saw Beverly Hills Cop Two. 
No, I've seen the first one. Oh boy. I don't need to just do the sequel. Do I? Oh boy. Just put it on the list. Okay. I'll go on the list. Yeah, You're so like really eighty five to twenty eighteen is, is a bit of a time jump. So Yeah. Or twenty eighteen. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure Drago probably doesn't, you know, Dolph doesn't look like he did in 1984 either. Oh, no, they all look old, obviously. That's the whole point. But it's like Drago kind of looks the best. Like Dolph Lundgren looks the best for sure, in my opinion. Like he still kind of looks like I don't want to fuck with you if I see you in a dark alleyway. I'll go the other way still. Rocky Rocky is, you know, sort of Stallone. He's he's like just like old guy muscly now where he's, you know. Yeah, sinewy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gristle. Gristle in there. Oh, yeah. gristle. Oh, gristle and whatever left of the 80s steroids. You, you know what I need to see? I want to see a continuation of the Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren. Just pick it up right where they left off 40 years later Ew. and just do it. <laughs> like episode two. <laughs> hey, He-Man, you look a little different. Uh, that'd be Are great. They- they're doing another Creed movie, I think. And I'm wondering what the direction of that movie is going to be since they went Drago in this. Are they going to like, is he going to fight Mr. T's son next? Yes. Or... Clubber Lang. Actually, I definitely heard rumors about Clubber Lang's son being played by a prominent boxer in the heavyweight division. I hope that's really. not true. Or I hope that's not the lead story anyway. All right, it's either know. Clubber Lang or Tommy. Tommy the Machine Gun. We'll Tommy see. Tommy the Machine Gun. It's either Tommy, Tommy's that kid guy was, or Clubber Lang's kid. That guy was actually a real boxer. The guy that played Tommy the Machine Gun. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I've remember his seen actual that movie name, one though. Time. Um, he was an actual boxer, was Tom, though. Tommy Morrison, he, was it? I, I feel like... Tommy Morrison, right? Was that what it was? I think so. Well, Tommy Morrison also had the AIDS, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean that, that that's that's what I remember. Kind of uh, ended his career. Oh uh, yeah, I'm he's also sure, he, he yeah. has since passed away as well. Yeah, has he? Yes, in 2013. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that. Oh, he because of the AIDS. Oh, I wasn't aware. But yeah, I remember. I remember he was an actual. I mean, I, they made such a big deal about that at the time that he was an actual boxer. It's like if I was an actual boxer, I don't think I'd want to be in a Rocky movie where Rocky kicks my ass. <laughs> We're fighting the street. Yeah, but it was a street alley. fight. It wasn't it was a boxing a sh- match. It was a street <laughs> fight. In an alley. I don't think I'd want that. Didn't he way. like knock him out into like a garbage can? Oh, yeah. My, ring, my ring's outside. <laughs> no, your ring, sir, is at the old folks' home. Well, now. And who would have thought yeah, back then that there was going to be anymore. another Rocky movie 30 years after that. That's just crazy. Dude, what's funny is Rocky Balboa is like one of my favorite ones because it and feels it's, like it's actually Stallone's favorite one. It's like a whole drama. Like it's like a good drama. Yeah. Not I, a boxing I, movie. I think the he Rocky movies are, are not are boxing solid. movies. Yeah. But yeah, Stallone I would... is the first person to say that these are not these are not sports movies. They're dramas. I, I would love to see Mr. T come back. He's one of the few celebrities that I've kind of met in person and he is such a just a nice man i mean you know you, you wouldn't think you know his characters like you know b.a Baracus and clubber lang you know but mr t is a very genuinely nice man now name the third character oh man i got <laughs> that's all i got he was mr t on the mr t cartoon i in in, in dc in, cab um, 
in uh, what was the movie? Uh, not another teen movie. He played the wise old janitor. Oh yeah, he yeah. was in DC Cab too, right? DC Cab. Yeah, yeah, that was before. I feel like that was before Rocky Three. Yeah, I think it was before yeah. Rocky Three. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. And he, and, and he had a stand on WWF at the time. You know, him and, and him and Hulk Hogan were uh, friends and then not friends. As that, I recall, no, they were always friends. They, 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 there was they, never bad blood with them. They didn't have a heel turn for for no no he, okay no he. He yielded away from Hogan and just kept his thing going with Piper. Then they had the boxing match. <laughs> oh, the, those the are the good old days right incredible there. Incredible boxing match. Oh, there was a, you know, speaking of celebrities that you're supposed to take the time to, to get the picture, get the autograph when you can. Roddy Roddy Piper was one where he, he, he was at, you know, one of the, one of the conventions out yeah. here and I didn't go get the, the, the photo op because I thought, you know, 50 bucks is a lot to spend, and I didn't do it, and he yep. passed away unexpectedly, and, and you know, I, I like Rowdy Roddy Piper, man. I mean, They Live has the best fight scene in any movie ever, so... Rowdy Roddy Piper is my favorite wrestler, and he is a friend of this program, or he was. We actually, on at least two occasions, OG will uh, will tell you, I'm sure, on at least two occasions at, at Big Apple Con... Uh, Roddy was seated next to our table. Oh, nice. So we got very, very friendly with Rowdy Roddy Piper. And yeah, I mean, he signed, li- I, I don't even know, Sandwich may recall, oh I got God. at least There might be a whole bin of just signed. Piper stuff, yeah, yeah. Because I think at the time, I was like, I want to get every piper toy that i own i want to get signed and i had i i had almost all of them i didn't have that rubbery ljn one i think was the one of the ones that i didn't have but i think i had every other even like his wcw toy which was garbage um and uh, i'm pretty sure i had a, a vast array of piper toys at the time which he signed for me and took a bunch of pictures with me and uh as as you probably heard uh in the middle of this program no we never produced that id there's an id well get it to me and i'll put it in there it's in the it's on the server oh i'll 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 take a look for it if i can if if you it's if you heard it at the break then i found it if you didn't then i didn't (laughs) if you didn't then it's somebody else (laughs) um but yeah it's uh it's 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 on the server i don't remember i feel like the sound quality on it might not be great so it might take some work to get it to be presentable, but yeah, I'll there. check it out. Uh, let's see a couple other things we can talk about in, in this uh, post Thanksgiving episode. Uh, does anybody care about Mystery Science Theater three thousand having a thirteenth episode or thirteen season, and they announced all the movies they're going to be doing? It's cool. Hey, no, it's no. Like an, it, it's it's. I, I, feel I like... love it if I happen to catch it and it's on, but it's not yeah. like I don't sit down and plan on watching it right i, I feel Mystery like science theater to me is it, it's the genesis of people sitting on youtube reacting to shit yep yeah i mean i if i watch it i'll get some laughs out of it but i just it just doesn't i can't take my time for it right it's like watching a bad movie and then getting somebody else to make jokes i'd like i'd rather watch a movie that i want to watch with my friends and make jokes between us that's that's my take on it so are they 
actually doing it as Mystery Science Theater 3000 and not Riff Tracks? Yeah, Riff Tracks is when they do live shows. Oh, is that what uh, that that's the distinction? Yeah, Mr. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a season of the show, and they announced all of the the movies that they're gonna they're gonna do for it. So, any but, good choices in there? I don't know. Let's see what the choices are. I mean, I mean, they got to be into like some really bad '80s shit by now, like Chopping Mall. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, Gamera versus Jiger. Demon Squad, The Christmas Dragon, The Mask 3D, The Shade of Things to Come, Bat, The Bat Woman, Santo and the Treasure of Dracula, Robot Wars, Beyond Atlantis, Munchie, Dr. Mordred, and The Bubble. So, so not no. one movie I've heard of. So Yep. A couple I've heard of. Nothing I'd want to watch, but... Yeah. <laughs> What else? Did anybody watch the South Park special? Not oh, yet. Oh, I wanted to so on... bad. I meant to. Yeah, so here's what's interesting about that. I was confused about it, and I finally sat down and, and found the answer. And it's this new special is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Yes. So Matt and Trey have now made another deal with a different streaming service for a set of specials to appear so they've made a deal with paramount plus um to do a series of i don't know what the number is a number of specials that will only appear on paramount plus yeah and they're, they're, they're movies and i right? thought this meant maybe their contract with hbo max had ended but it hasn't apparently all that hbo max stuff is going to be there for the foreseeable future so yeah a little weird little weird uh that arrangement but you know what are you gonna do yeah you gotta get uh paramount plus if you want to see it yeah there was or there was gonna be two there were two movies this year i think this is the second one i think there was a there was a, a, a this is the second one for paramount plus and oh. then and i think there's gonna be four more next year is is it i thought this was the first one on paramount plus i, I know there's gonna be two be the before the end of the year i feel like this was the first the second of the two I don't know because the last one I remember is the pandemic special. And that was was that on HBO? That was on HBO, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is Paramount's first. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. So this is an article from August thirty first that said they were gonna produce uh two movies every year through twenty twenty seven for Paramount Plus. So Yeah. Oh, wow. So either they're going to cram one in before Christmas or, you know, maybe something happened. They weren't able to get one out. But I'm pretty sure this is the first one on Paramount+. Plus. Right. Pretty sure. Did, did we talk about uh, the Halo movie coming, live action movie coming to Paramount+. Plus? Yeah, cool. we, saw, we talked about the teaser. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure if we talked about that last week. Okay. We didn't talk about the new Boba Fett teaser. Oh, there's a new one? I haven't seen the new one. How yeah, is it? there's a new one. A uh, little more action-oriented. Nothing, you know, there's nothing plot-wise. Uh, but, you know, you see a, 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 some action. You see Boba. Uh, you see, like, some, you know, panoramic shots of, like, his place. And there's just shit. Just more like, you know, it's coming. I think it's the 29th of December, I think. So I'm excited. I saw on um, 
I mean, oh, the episode of this show that you weren't, weren't able to make, Kev, is when we talked about uh, the Book of Boba Fett, uh, and we called it the Mini Saints of Tatooine. Like, it's going to be like Sopranos in space. Do you think that it's going to be a gangster show set on Tatooine? I think, I think invariably it's going to be a gangster show set on Tatooine. I think it can't be anything but that. I mean, he's basically taking over Jabba's business, which was clearly taken over by, uh, what's his name, Bib Fortuna, uh, for the years after Jedi until Boba shows up and kills him. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it, it can't be anything but that what direction that's going to go and what that's going to look like, what the end game for him is that I have no idea. Yeah. But I, and that's why I think they're keeping that information really close to the vest. I'll tell you what's upsetting me about star Wars and Disney plus is that we still don't have a Kenobi trailer or an Andor trailer. It just seems ridiculous at this point that we don't have these things. Yeah. When, when is Andor supposed to be out or we don't know when. I don't know, but it's been, it was done filming before Kenobi, I think. And we're still waiting for Kenobi. What, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's, let's go to uh, video game news. The developer of the DC online, the DC universe online is now working oh. to create a Marvel MMO, a Marvel based MMO. It's just well. a bad idea. Just a bad idea. <laughs> the I mean, DC one was terrible. It, it's so it's basically just Warcraft, but you create a but you create a superhero instead. Is that basically what it is? Um. So it's like, as someone I I played it for like two hours once. <laughs> it's do you want to be a bad guy? Do you want to be a good guy? So that's your uh, that's your, that's your Warcraft entrance, and then it's like, do you want to fly? Do you want to run fast? Do you want to just jump like a monkey everywhere? Do you want to punch? Do you want to shoot? Like, it's kind of like build your own superhero in theory, but they're all kind of generic to me. Like, you don't get any bonuses for like, oh, I went with like a Superman build. Oh, I went with a Batman build. As far as I could tell, it all kind of felt like, how like do you want to play the game? Heroes. Go play it. I mean, sounds like City of Heroes. Yeah. Wouldn't it be? I mean, you you can't have a massive multiplayer online game and then let people do what they really want which is to be batman to be superman to be whoever their favorite character is so it's never going to be all that exciting because you're going to build these generic knockoff exactly. heroes right yes and then they kind of just like let you go yeah and it's fun like i said for like an hour ish you like find some like oh brainiacs attacking uh fucking gotham go fight it all right. And there are missions, I guess, but like no, none of it's really like eye catching or like, oh, I want to go do this. It's kind of just like, go, just just leave. Get out of here. Go, go do it. So are there named heroes in there? Like, does Superman come to fight you? Yeah, I'm sure they're probably NPCs, right? Yeah, they're NPCs who like, yeah. you don't see them, but it's like, go do that mission. Go help Superman. Fight Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> So yeah, so basically there'll be a Marvel version of that soon. It's like oh. the uh, it, it's like the video from Camp Krusty. <laughs> and now we'll hear, hi kids. <laughs> and now we'll hear from my good friend, Mister Black. 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, on that same note, they're working on a, an RPG for the Marvel Universe as well. So if you also bad idea. If you don't want to play in the online world and you want a, more of a tabletop RPG, they're working on a Marvel version of that too. No, That's supposed you, to launch sometime in 2022. You just need a generic superhero, like a generic system with a superhero extension, like GURPS is probably perfect. But there are other ones. There are ch Champions, I feel like, was one that did really well. I don't think you're going to beat GURPS supers for simplicity and Mutants ease of and play. Masterminds was yeah, a Mutants system and Masterminds I tried to get done. into. Um. It's not very user-friendly, in my opinion. Yeah. And there's also no support because the game hasn't had anything in, like, 10 years. Uh, but meanwhile, GURPS is generic as all hell and is really easy to get going right out of the gate. So, you know, I, I would I would never buy some... I would never buy a branded... I would never buy, like, a branded one of these because... Uh, what would be the point? You know, I don't want to play those those heroes, you know, or else I would, you know, like if I want to play mm. Bat... I, I mean, there are games where you can just RPG Batman, but you're Batman, so what's the fun in it for everybody else? You know what I mean? Everybody so else has to argue about who gets to play Robin or Alfred or whomever. It just seems stupid. It just seems like a dumb idea. I want to create you my own character... I want to have my own adventure and so on and so forth. And you just can't do that with a, in my opinion, with a pre-made system. You know, that said, maybe you like Gotham City. Maybe you want your guy to be in the DC universe and fight the Joker or that kind of thing. So maybe it does have its place, but mm, I'm just not a fan. Yeah, there's a Kickstarter out there for a Gotham City-based RPG too. So it's like yeah. people are working on on it, but because I think that's it. It's, you know, maybe the... Maybe the game, maybe you're the villain, and the game master is going to be Batman, so he's an NPC, or you know, I mean, because if you're Batman, I mean, you can't play with a bunch of players unless you're going to be the Bat Family or something like that. I guess too limiting. Yeah, I there's a there's actually a really good Batman miniatures game out there. I can't remember who's doing it, but the minis are spectacular, like some of the best minis I've ever seen for anything. They're really, really well done. I've seen them painted and non-painted. And, and yeah, if you Google like Batman miniatures game or something, I'm sure it'll come up. They that's that's a really I've heard that's a really great game. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 So what? No product this week because uh, sandwich hasn't been out to the. Yeah, because sandwich hasn't gone to to our official box. Yeah. Well, that's all I got, gentlemen. What what, what else you got? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is this thing on? Hello. <laughs> and with that, uh, we'll we run the social media real episode. quick. What? We'll run the social media real quick. Oh yeah. Okay. If, if they want to reach us on GVM line, uh, where can they call us? Two zero one seven four zero six three two four. He gets like. Five out of nine accurate, but not necessarily in the right order. It's 201-730-2547. If you want to make it easier to remember, it's 201-730-BKGS. Brilliant, that OG who set that up. Yeah. 
Well, he still remembers the old one before that, right? There was one before he that. Does, if, if, yeah. you, if you you grill them. Um, said it for many more years than uh, Sandwich has said this one. That's for sure. Sandwich says it in his sleep. If you just like, you know, open up his bedroom door and say GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. You got the email. You can also email us. at gmail.com. What about the Facebook? Facebook.com forward slash geeksftng. What about the Twitter? Twitter.com forward slash geeksftng. Is that how you do that? Forward slash? Oh, I don't have Twitter. It works that way. Or it's at geekstuffTNG. Same thing for the Instagrams. Uh, if you really want to support the show, go above what and about beyond. Our MySpace. Oh, jeez, is it still there? We don't have MySpace. We don't have one. No. It's it's it'd still be that old show that we used to do back in the day. What was I'm that wondering, called? I, I'm wondering. I haven't done this yet. Maybe I will today, just to go into MySpace, just to see if I could, if my page is still there. And it's like a time capsule, isn't it? It is. If I can actually open it up. There's there's a new kind of meme going around. It says, oh. The internet is forever. Be careful what you post. Oh yeah? Well, where are my MySpace pictures then? So yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that that it still exists. I don't know. I'm gonna go. What look. song is playing in the background of your page? <laughs> Who are oh, your top yeah, friends? Remember? Ooh. You had to rank your friends. Tom was always up there in the top eight. Um, all right, let's let's keep moving here. The if you really want to support the show, uh, be sure and like and subscribe and share the actual episodes on whatever podcatcher you use. But then you can support us over on the Patreons. That's patreon.com forward slash geekstufftng. Where we said at the top of the show, right? For a dollar a month, it's access to the Discord. For $3 a month, it's the early bird special. $5 a month is the bonus round. And for $10 a month, you can watch us do all of this live on Instagram Live. If you want all to true. find, if you want to find your unpaid producer, that is at Piday Scott on Twitter and at Piday Scott One on the Instagrams. What about our unpaid manager? Yes, you can find me on Instagram and in theory Xbox One at Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's not him. It's not him. When he signs in, when his account signs into Xbox, it's not him. So it's a lie. That it's cannot lie. be proven in a court of law. Uh, if you're looking for me, I am having the best time playing Fortnite, of all things, on the Xbox One network under the auspice Big Kev GS. Uh, otherwise, BK Geek Stuff on all the other media things. We're going to title the show. Do we? We did not title it. Just Another Show. Episode 661, Just Another Show. Five closer to 666. We'll deal with 666 when it happens. With that, Mr. Sandwich, Mr. Scott, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 661, Just Another Show, to a close. The way we end some shows by saying... Good night, Art LaFleur. Wherever you are. Oh, it's fucking... It's Babe Ruth from Sandlot. There you go. Oh! And on that note, we cue the music. Hi, from Springfield, the entertainment capital of this state, the Krusty Comeback Special.
send in the clowns. Those daffy, laffy clowns. Send in those soulful and doleful schmoats by the bowlful clowns. Send in the clowns. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>